Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. So I want to read what I wrote here because I, I, I think that it really helps us understand how the um, words of the Bible actually create a window, a door, uh, through which we can draw closer to God. So I write, the Gospel of John opens with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It's the beginning of John. But beginning here does not refer to the creation of the earth. John is speaking of eternal things, of which beginning and end are meaningless as we understand these words. John continues, he was with God in the beginning. Or as the author of Hebrews puts it, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus himself says, and now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. When people say that the Bible is not spiritual enough, I think that these verses I quoted would say that that's not actually right. The part of who we are has part of this, it has a piece of the spiritual nature of God embedded in us. That's Ecclesiastes. God put eternity in our hearts. Eternity is a sense of the timelessness that is the nature of God. Um, the, in the beginning uh, was the word. I mean, whatever that was, if there was even a beginning, um, it's, but he, he's talking about, you know, Jesus Christ. He's talking about uh, lifeless. We can't understand it because we're circumscribed here on earth with at least physically as a beginning, middle, and end. Um, but the promise of the Gospels is uh, if you respond to God's word, if you respond to the Holy Spirit, uh, if you follow Jesus Christ, uh, uh, you're going to be, uh, when the time here on earth ends, you're going to walk into eternity. You're talking about creation and space and time and the fear of God. And I am remembering a profound experience that my older brother had about 15 years ago. It was a massive spiritual watershed moment in his life where he was reading about or learning about the, the vastness of the universe, you know, the size of the universe when you really start looking at that, how big the universe is. It is beyond comprehension. Anyway, he was reading about it, I think, and kind of went into this, I don't know, it was like an epiphany moment by the Holy Spirit. And the size of the universe was making him realize how big God is. And um, he was experiencing, in his own description of it, the fear of God. The, the utter size of God was making him fear God. And, and when he described, when my brother describes it, he was saying, you know, like we say, oh, we try to sugarcoat that word fear in the, in the Bible. Oh, the fear of the Lord. It really just means awe. My brother said, no, no, no. It was fear of the sheer vastness of the size and grandeur of God. And while he was having this 
profound spiritual experience. He said that phrase from amazing grace, I think it's the second verse maybe, where it says, "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed." My brother said his experience, it was like that song was just blaring in his consciousness. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. That's what he felt like it was happening for him then. The grace of God was showing him the, the grandeur of God, and it was teaching his heart to fear God. Uh, what a what an experience. And um, Is that the second uh, stanza? I think it's the second verse of Amazing Grace. It's one, you know, you kind of sing it. You don't necessarily think about what it means. But now every time I hear it, every time I sing that song, I hear that, I think of my brother's experience. So I just want to go back to the first uh, stanza or, or verse. Yeah. Um, how does it start? Amazing Grace, Amazing how, grace sweet how sweet the sound to save a wretch like me. I once was... Um, lost. Lost and now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Mm -hmm. And then you go on to this one. And so basically in the first part, he is shedding that which the sin, which actually separates him from God. In the second stanza or verse, uh, he is opening up the vista to what is true reality, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in God's grace, God's grace gift can do that for, for any of us.